What tabletop RPGer doesn't love dice? I do, and I'm sure you do too. So if you are looking to begin a dice collection, or let's be honest, add to yours, check out Dice Envy. Go through the link in our show notes, and you will be able to find many, many sets of beautiful dice of all different kinds and sizes. When you use the link in our show notes to go to the Dice Envy site, not only will you be able to shop their entire collection and catalog of various dice sets, but you will also help support this show because a small portion comes our way, which we will then immediately roll back into making this show better for you. So check them out, diceenvy.com, or better still, go to them through the link in our show notes. Hey stackers, do you feel like your games are bland and lacking in atmosphere? Well, fear not, because if you go to BattleBards.com, you can access a whole host of sound effects and background music that can really spice up your games. BattleBards.com offers a Prime subscription, and if you use our stack code, S-T-A-C-K, you can get a 20% discount on this subscription. If you are a Prime member, you have access to a soundboard and editing tools, and the ability to stream sounds. This can be useful for adding like a dragon's roar to a final boss encounter or maybe some ambient tavern music for when your players are at the local inn taking a rest. Check it out at BattleBards.com. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. You come up out of the water. There are still ripples going across the surface of the lake from the heavy impact. It's closer to the city end of the lake. And people have lined the walls. And they are now staring down. There's an excited murmur as you break the surface of the water. Baron, where are you? I need help. I need help. Help me get him to shore. Let, let's see if he's breathing. I can't tell if he's breathing or not. <coughs> bash, Bash, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Are you all right? <coughs> I think so. <coughs> Why did you do that? Don't ever do that to me again. What did I do? It's a small guard of four men in armor led by the most fancy man you've ever seen. Would you please do me the honor of joining me as I go into the city? You have obviously come from far away. I would like to treat you as guests. Do you have food? I have lots of food. You will find it most delectable, I assure you. The buildings have intricate murals on them. Some parts are glossy, some are more matte finished. As you peer in it closely to one of them, you see that they appear to be maybe pieces of shell that are taken from the faraway coast. Maybe others are bits of broken stone or pottery. Some are just glazed bits of clay that have been baked, but the overall effect is of gorgeous, colorful red and green and blue and purple scenes that seem to indicate some past history of the city and the people that live in it. The cast iron gates swing outward silently 
and the pea gravel white pathway stretches before you in a straight line, perfectly straight, to the front door of this beautiful villa. Hello stackers, welcome back to another episode of Stack of Dice. We're glad to be able to continue our ongoing adventure. Last time we left off at a kind of an odd place, and we're going to pick right back up there as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. I'm Rhett the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tyr Ironstag. Michael as Womberbash Benson Mum. And Catherine as Farron. All right, we are standing outside Don Tiago's estate. He has ordered the gates open. They have swung open silently to reveal the well-manicured grounds beyond and the gravel pathway leading up to the golden estate. This way, if you please. And he begins walking. If he had a cane, it would just be perfect. Mm-hmm. Tira is following, but a few paces behind and with a very distrustful air. I'm right behind him. Okay. I'm looking around and um, I want to try to scope out the area to see if there's any like security folk kind of hanging around corners and stuff. There are the guards with you. There are four of them. There are a couple guards on the grounds. And then you also see some gardeners. They are clipping hedges or trimming some of the grass. And then one of them straightens and you see scales. Where? Like where on? Uh, you mean where on? Where are the scales? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it appears to be a lizard-like human. Oh, man. And it looks like it once had a tail, but it has long since been cut off. All right. Please tell me that Tira noticed that too. No, please tell me she didn't notice that <laughs> yeah, because right. it's about to go off up in here. <laughs> All right, it, did you come uh, across quest- that same? Yes. yes. Oh, and I don't know. You don't know. All right. I was thinking I was going to ask you what the structure appears to be made of. If it's stone, I was going to ask if, it, if I noticed anything about the construction. But Okay. It's a dry stone building, meaning there's no mortar between. It's just the weight of the stones mm-hmm. holding it together. And even though you have a growing distaste for this person it's a well-made house okay there's a broad a deep porch that wraps around the house on all the sides so as you're approaching you just have this maybe eight foot to ten foot deep porch covered porch that goes around the house and then wide front doors that are already open to allow breezes to flow through the house and the don steps into the shadow and into the house, he turns to look at you, and you see him, you see the white ruff of his sleeve as he gestures you in. This way, if you please. I do not like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. Am I smelling food by now? You smell delicious food. Excellent. As you pass by the Don, Tira, you hear uh, one of his servants step up and say, Great Don, two representatives await your august presence. He murmurs something to the effect of, they will have to wait, I have guests. And then you're inside the main hallway that leads to the main house. Mm. Uh, Why don't you describe this opening room? So it's an opulent house. Catherine, why don't we start with you? Why don't you describe something of interest in this room? It could be the way it's constructed, what the materials are, the feel of it, what kinds of ornamentation there is, whatever you want to do with it. Wow. Um... Okay, so I'm envisioning a wide open entry that's very glossy. Okay. Like the floor is yeah. very clean and 
vaulted ceilings. But inside, I see light coming from other rooms, but not necessarily in that center. I'm envisioning the center hall, you know, just light coming in and, and shining off of that shiny floor. Okay. To make um, it seem even brighter. Yeah. I would think that in a hall like this, this is, you know, Farron's thinking that a hall, a, some great hall like this would, they would be weapons hanging or something in the hall. Yeah. Um, or even... There's a very shiny rapier on a plaque. Okay. Uh, crossed rapiers. And I would also be looking to see if there's any hanging of game, anything like that. Like, um, Yeah. Yeah, there are some heads, uh, trophy heads that appear to have come from animals perhaps trapped in the jungle. So, yeah, I'm thinking that this is... Obviously, this is like a royalty kind of position and the hanging of the weapons and the things that are there show me that there's a lot of wealth and um, Farron seems really out of place in a place like that. Okay. Michael, what else? I noticed uh, a couple of huge fireplaces on either side of the hall. And I also noticed that off to the side, there are like three big dogs. Uh, I don't know what kind of dogs they are, but they're big and they're, but they're just sitting there in front of the fireplace Relaxing. They're not too alarmed by our presence, which is interesting. I would have thought that they would have been up and barking. Yeah. Um, but I do make eye contact with one of them, and uh, the dog just is wagging its tail. And, um, and I'm not really too interested in the—I I think I'm seeing some tapestries probably on the wall, too. And, um, and I think even though the, the, the floor is shiny, we are on some rugs, or like at least a huge runner walking in the middle, or down, down the middle of the hall. And um, it smells funny in here, like flowers, I think. Okay. Uh, and that would be unusual for Bash yeah, yeah. to smell. Yeah. And Meredith. They've taken no, all the good taken stuff. All the- <laughs> <laughs> and Tira notices all that stuff too. Um, I'm a little bit thrown up. I can't think of anything to add because my picture of the room has changed so completely from the beginning. What color is the stone of the room? Of the room? Mm-hmm. Uh she said it's glossy floors. Right. Uh, is it white stone? I or? was I was going to say uh, pale gray near to white, so that it is it that helps to brighten. Great. All right. Your footsteps echo, and the don turns and he bows just with a very pleased look on his face and gestures into the doors at the far end of the hall. This is where we shall sup. Come with me if you will. Can we sup and eat at the same time, or? That's good. <laughs> All right, so you enter the room, and it is a, a large square room that has galleries around the side. So imagine the main area of the room is open, and there's just a table, but around the edges of the room with, with about a three- or four-foot gap from the walls is a, is a colonnade. So it's just pillars that rim the room so that there's a, a, an area of shadow. There is a an open area to the ceiling that allows light through, but there's been a transparent film that's been put across to keep out the worst of the rains. So it allows the sunlight in, but not the elements. And the table is already filled with little silver plates and covered dishes. And then you see piles of fresh fruit and even uh, little cups of mounded white stuff that as you look at it more closely, is actually shaved ice. Bash's mouth is open, (laughs) and visible saliva is dripping from either side of his mouth. Gotcha. Um, 
I am not I'm not so much like I used to be when we first met Bash, but I am holding myself back from just being uncouth and just sitting down and starting eating. You know what I mean? I'm, Please I'm waiting. sit down and enjoy. He just rips into that stuff. And he up. just begins again that bubbling laugh that you heard last time as you as you were making your way through the streets. Uh, it rings through the room, and he slaps you on the back. You almost drop whatever it was that you picked up. What did you pick up? Well, I, I want to say I picked up the shave ice just to try it, mm-hmm. and I, it was cold, so I put it down, and then I just went over and looked over, and there were some potatoes. But these potatoes were cut into like what looked like scallops, mm. and they were done in such a way that the inside was soft and warm, but the tops of them were totally crisped over and so like hard and crunchy that it was just absolutely fantastic. Great. And there was like rosemary sprigs on it and everything. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, this is a feast unlike any you have ever seen, or that you've seen in a long time mm-hmm. anyway. Bash has just dived in. Uh, Farron, what are you going to do? I ask the Dawn, forgive me, but how did you have all of this prepared at a moment's notice? I told you, I have a staff. They take care of all of my needs. Please, have a seat. We will let our friend eat. Our friend... <laughs> I believe I have introduced myself. What are your names? Farron, I know. The one with the food in his face? My name is Wombabash. Or you can call me Bash. <laughs> I believe I understood that. And you? Tira really doesn't want to give up her name. I'm just going to stare at him. And be that as it may, I shall enjoy this Immensely. And he takes a napkin and he gives it a little flick and he tucks it daintily into the hem or into the collar of his shirt. Bash, you want to add something? All of a sudden you hear a gasp from Bash. And he's taken the top off of a plate. And there are these little round, brown crusted things and he picks it up and he bites into it. And to his pure delight. (laughs) It is, uh, could it be? Fried mushrooms. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> and as, at least as Bash gets himself into the food, uh, Farron, are you going to help yourself to any of it? I'm going to sit down and be polite, but I'm going to ha- wait till he actually eats and I'll have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> the Don just begins a, a stream of conversation talking about uh, the beauty of the city of Tlacapa and how well-situated it is, and how the natural resources provide such abundance for his table, and what a joy it is to be in charge of such a place, and the great favor that he has with the king of Cazaro. And, uh, you know, it's just a constant stream of self-aggrandizement as he talks about everything that seems to come to mind to him. And he's doing it through mouthfuls of food. He has wine dripping down his chin that he dabs every now and then on the napkin. And as it gets too dirty, there's a servant there to whisk it away and replace it with a clean one. Is, is this a scaly servant? It is not. Okay. It is one of the uh, smaller people that you recognized, Wamberbash. Okay. Of course, you've not relayed any of that to uh, Farron or Tira. All of a sudden, a plate comes before Bash and sets it down. And it's these pieces of meat with bones sticking up. And there's little white like caps on tops of each of the 
each of the um, bones. Now, Bash has never seen anything like that, and he grabs one of them, and he bites into it and says, this is lamb. And then he takes four or five more of them and puts them on his plate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tira, like Farron, is going to sit down, but I'm just... uh, I'm imagining her just really more being perched on the edge of her seat. She just doesn't want to get comfortable in here. She's not feeling comfortable. And I don't know. I'm trying to think when the last time she ate was, how much she'd be able to resist eating something. Uh, Probably she will grudgingly take a few bites, maybe of like the meat. She's she's avoiding all these dainty looking things. Mm she, I guess, will grab a lamb chop. Yeah, there's a nice mint jelly to go along with it. No, I'm not forgetting the mint jelly. But <laughs> <laughs> she's not going to immerse herself in eating like Bash does. She's still just kind of, I don't know, just looking around and really, this whole scene is just, it's rubbing her wrong. Mm-hmm. She can't put her finger on it, but it's just, I, she doesn't like that guy. And I don't know. And so I wonder, what brings you here? <laughs> See, every time you ask a question, I'm like, what are you? This guy's asking about so that's nobody's business. What do I do here? I mean, you, you come in the most fantastic fashion. In a ship coming from the sky to crash at our very gate. I, I've never heard the like before. Where do you even come from? Somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Far, far away. Tira's going to sidestep answering that exact question and just say, arriving at this place in the manner we did was not part of our plan. Well, where are you going? Maybe I can be of assistance in getting you there. I doubt it. Are you enjoying your food? Hmm. Tell me, friend, where are you from? I'm from the woods. I see. And where are you going? Um, Kazars? Kazars? Kazaro, you are here. Yes, you are here. Uh, He snaps his fingers and another plate of food comes out and is settled down next to you. He's trying to supply you with food, Next is this piece of bread that has like pieces of like sun-dried tomatoes Mm. and it's drizzled with olive oil and has rosemary and like they just put some fresh ground pepper on that junk. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, that scent of fresh bread wafts up to your nostrils. I take it and I just pick up the whole loaf and I bite into it because I'm noticing they put a couple other loaves on there, so I'm, this one's mine. <laughs> are you in search of something? Why? What brings you to our door? Wait, did I hear you correctly? We're in Kazaro? You are. This is the heart of the southern lands. Wow. Well... Honestly, I don't mean to be rude, but is there anywhere where we can rest for the evening? Absolutely. You shall be my guest. I have rooms already. You have rooms already? Yes. Can we thank your staff? They are here. You may talk to anyone you see. You have cha? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) There's a steaming kettle. Like, thank you, thank you. I just pick up the kettle and I pour it into my mouth. Ow. It's fantastic. Ow. <laughs> we don't usually do hot drinks here. We prefer it cold. Have you tried it that way? Cold? No. May I have some? 
Yes, and I, may I suggest adding some of the ice to it? And as I put the ice in, into I, I just poured my cup of ice in. One of the servants come over with a a, um, a, a little a sprig of mint leaf to put ah, it down into perfect. it. Perfect. All right. I pick it up and I drink it, and I just lower it slowly as I look <laughs> at it, and my eyes grow and say, "You have to try this." I'm fine with water bash. I do not know how much you were able to see on your way in. It seems like things were a little chaotic for you. But as I said, we have a great abundance of natural resources here. We have the jungle, a half day's ride away. Beyond that, the great volcano that has formed so much of our land. We have, of course, precious stones buried in the ground around us. What exotic sort of, animals. What sort of precious stones? You know, rubies, emeralds, diamonds, you name it. We have dug great riches from the earth. It is part of what has made La Capa what it is. Mm. And of course, if you're really looking for adventure, he leans in dramatically, you could always go look for the hidden folk. The hidden folk? Oh, absolutely. Our legends, you've seen them on the murals and the walls as we pass through the city. Uh, people of great cunning and deceit and bravery in battle and... Uh, they are known for hiding in the jungles and uh, protecting the volcano from those who just wish to wander in out of curiosity. You say these stories are told on your murals? Uh, in part. Uh, they, they exist in the tales that are told after dark around the fires as well. It is a great country of beauty and fame. Kizarro. I want to see one of these murals. Very well. Uh, when we are done here. I'm done. He snaps, and a servant comes gliding over. The lady would like to see a mural. One specifically about the hidden folk. Ah, yes, the hidden folk. Uh, please escort her out to the north side of the villa. I'd like to see that as well, please. Is this another one of the short servants? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm playing this as if I did not see the scaled one. Absolutely. In the you, garden. you have not. Yeah. You stand, and the servant bows, doesn't say anything, doesn't even really make eye contact, leads you from the room. As you pass into the shadowy gallery around the room, you pass by an arched entry that provides access into another room. Large windows look out into the estate's elaborate and well-maintained gardens. Large, flat paving stones radiate a coolness that mocks the warmth that is already built up outside. Two shorter figures sit on benches, awaiting an audience with the Don. One turns to the other and speaks in a low voice, and as he does so, the cheery morning sun filtering through the fine glass picks out the intricate gold shape of a spur nestled atop a gear. And mm. I notice this? You do. Mm. Okay, I'm going to first grab a hold of Farron's arm. Do you see it? I do. What should we do? Act like we don't for now. Are you kidding? Keep your cool. Keep your cool. Too. Tira? We I haven't said my name. Who's talking to me? Who said that? One of the figures stands up. It's Roland. <laughs> Roland? <laughs> the very same. <laughs> the very same. Roland Darktower bows deeply. Lady Tira, I... I had no idea you. What are you doing here? Um, refresh my memory. Who's Roland again? We met him in um, um, the Flenmore. Flenmore. 
He was when we were there. He he and the dwarves were selling some of the mine stuff to. The Is he the one that gave warrior. somebody a, a, a he sword? Gave, he gave the sword. Yeah. To Tira. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. So he's he's a younger dwarf. Well, he's somewhere in his fifties, but that's well, pretty pretty young for a dwarf. So I'm forty three. I. He laughs incredulously. I, what What are you doing here? I could ask you the same question. The last time I saw you was back in Flenmore. How did you get here? Uh, it's a long trip, let me tell you. We rode across the mountains, and we sailed across the Sea of Tears, and somehow found our way across the deserts of Seth Arban, and here we are. It's been weeks since we left the death. To see you here? Wait, how long have you been here? Uh, a few days. Not long. Did you come from the Delve? Yes. Wait, do you know what's happened there? Yes. All right, so with that information now, because he's been trying to play it off like Farron said, I, he's wearing the thing and I saw it. Yep. All right. He's not trying to hide it. Yeah. But he wasn't there when we were there. Right. No, he wasn't, but he knows what happened there. So Tira is going to then say, she, she's been trying to give him the benefit of the doubt for now, thinking, well, if he's here, maybe he didn't know about any of that. There's no You're telling not. why he has this symbol. But here's the deal. Yours is tucked in your junk. but no, her, I, don't, I don't Okay, her stone. Yeah, her stone, stone. But hers is still like floating around her head. Yes, it is. Okay. It All right, is. anyway, so... But anyway, okay. Wait, I never actually took it out of where I shall oh, not say where I put that's it. That's right. She had it hidden so away. So it was oh, hidden okay. and then we had to fight. So yeah, I never really was just like, let me release yeah, yeah. the Kraken. stone. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> release the Kraken. <laughs> it, yeah, so it you do have Kraken. your stone still okay. hidden. Nice, nice. Okay. Mine's on my arm, but. Yeah, yeah but, but you're but eating back yeah, in the other room. And you got a cloak on and stuff. Up to now, she's been trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, thinking maybe he doesn't know. But knowing now that he's only been there for a few days and he does know what happened in the Delve, restraint is going to break, mm. break through here. What are you doing wearing that? And she's going to point straight at maybe even poke it. He takes a step backward impulsively and he, he almost flinches from you. His face turns white. What? This is the order that your father set up. The order of the gear and the spur. Oh, I know. Are you part of that? Are you in with him? Did he send you here after us? A Tell me. After she's going to grab him by the by the. I don't, I don't shirt. know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. Don't lie to me, Roland. You said you knew what happened in the Delve. Did he send you after us? Did my father send you after what us? Are you he sent me weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Tira. To what purpose? Why would he happen to send you here, right where I was headed? Ooh. We're supposed to spread the word about the Order. After the attack on Arden, that, that's what I was referring to. Arden was destroyed, your father was distraught, and he immediately began work setting up this Order to, to stamp out magic. I've struggled with this a lot, but he is the Chief. I have to obey him, right? Ordinarily, I would have said yes. But something has changed you don't know everything. You don't know the whole story. Why, why would he send me after you? You're his daughter. <laughs> She's kind of chuckling a very mirthless yep. laughter with her head in her hands like this. Now, we're still accompanied by, what's his name, Servant. Yes. 
Uh, How's he looking? She is standing. Sorry, she's standing patiently to the side out in the hallway. So you've gone into this room, this side room. Not at all reacting to anything. She she has she had a reaction to what just happened between me and this guy. She has kept servant eyes, meaning she's kept looking down Mm -hmm. and not reacted to anything that's going on. She's used to living in a very delicate household. Right. We need to talk. These are the guys that are that are, are requesting an audience that he said, wait, I have guests. So yeah. he yeah. hasn't talked to them yet. Correct. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. We need to talk. And I'm going to, I guess, pull him to the side of the archway so that she can no longer see us is basically what I'm going to do. Okay. <sighs> Maybe we should find out why he's here. Too. Yeah. Well, he already said. I mean. It's to spread the word of the order. Well, first of all, you're not here. <laughs> We should find out why he seeks an audience with the Dong. What are you planning to what say he, to the guy? Say, hey, something bad happened in Arden, and yeah, uh, we had why, this why should this guy now. care? Yeah. Something bad happened here. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it. We got to get the Galaxy Quest <laughs> reference heard in it somewhere. In my head, I just didn't go there. Would you relax? You know what I'm saying? Like, to yeah. what end has he sought right. an audience with the Dong? Right. Okay. So pulling him out of the eye line of of the servant out in the hallway. I need you to tell me the exact message that you were sent to deliver to the Dong. We are to provide the greetings of the great chieftain of the Iron Stag Delve and tell him about the great evil that is this magic that we hear about, that those who carry special stones have great power that can destroy and warp, and... We are looking for others to join in to fight against this. Is something wrong? Should I know something? You have not yet delivered this message, correct? I haven't. All right, you can't tell him that. You don't have all the facts. Listen to me. I don't think I have time to tell you the entire story right now. There are two sides to the magic of the stones. I think... I don't have time to tell you this entire story. You can't tell him that. Listen to me, Roland. My father's mind has been twisted by the sufferings that he's undergone, and I understand, but he has it wrong. It's not all bad. And she's going to reach into her pouch and pull, pull her amber stone out and just open her fist so he can see it. Okay, roll me a persuasion check. Okay. And don't announce the number. Wamberbash, we are going to go back to you at the table. You have just let out the world's largest belch. <laughs> and you sit back absolutely contented. Maybe you still have food in one hand or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the Don has continued his, uh, his narration of how life is so grand he, he begins talking about pillars, and that perks you up a little bit. You mean like the pillars like right over here? No, I refer, of course, to the pillars of legend. These great pillars that were supposedly part of the home of the gods. That's what these hidden folk are protecting, we have been told through legend. Have you seen anything like this? No, they never let us get close enough. Thank you very much for this food. It was very good. I'm glad you liked it. It looked like you... Ate a lot of it. It always makes me happy to see such great appetite. I have to go to the bathroom. 
Uh, certainly. Uh, another servant comes to stand next to you and... Offer you a, yeah. <laughs> a chamber pot. Here you go, sir. I'll hold it for you. Please return as soon as you can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he leaves with a great smirk on his face. On my way out. <laughs> All right. The servant leads you in the direction that uh, that Tira and Farron went. Um, do I see the servant hanging out outside of the one room? Yes. Yeah, you pass by and you hear tight voices coming from the next uh, room. I'm going to turn to the servant that's leading me. It's like, okay, wh- where's the restroom? Like, wh- how far away away from the restroom? She begins to lead you outside. I want to go out and try to tell him to come on in. Okay. Like, I, I try to go to... Hey, Baron pops out. Hey, Bash. Hey. Bash, uh, come here for a minute. I have to pee. <laughs> Come right back here when you're done, please. But I gotta go we back are to the. Never gonna see him. Again. I gotta go back to the Don Dan guy. Stop they here are first. splitting him off. They're gonna lock him in a box. Okay. Oh my word! This is this is right, turning so downhill go. so fast. <laughs> you make your way outside. There is an outhouse. Okay. That is a very simplified word for such a grand structure. It is. Kind of like a bathhouse that has additional rooms off of it for privy closets. In here? This is it? Okay. You find one. There's a cubicle open and... Please end scene. <laughs> there you go. Uh. <laughs> First of all, if it was like a bathhouse, I could just see Bash coming in and actually like relieving himself in the bath. Yeah, for real. Sang a water. Here we go. <laughs> we'll leave Bash to his business. And come back to Tira. What did you roll for your persuasion check? Eight. That's a total. You didn't persuade him. I did not. Roland's eyes lock onto that stone. You can see the yellowish cast of the light of the stone on his face. And he draws in his breath sharply. And then he looks up and locks eyes with you. It's not what you've been told. Then what is it? Why would your father lie to me? He's not lying. He just doesn't know. The true power. <laughs> you don't <laughs> know. The dark the power. Power. <laughs> yes. He's not lying to you. He just doesn't know all the facts. He's only seen one side of this magic. I saw it too. I know. I have also seen it. I've experienced it. Did you see it blow up my brother? Turn him into shreds? I've seen it kill one of my best friends. I've seen it turn people into nothing. Yes, I've seen it, Roland. But you know what else I've seen? I've seen it heal scores of people in one sweep. Keep going, keep going. I've seen- <laughs> there, it <laughs> I'm it. there it is. <laughs> I've seen it save lives from the brink of death. I've seen wonders I couldn't even describe to you if I tried. There's two sides to this, as there are in everything, Roland. Mm. You can't go telling the Dawn that all magic is evil. It's not. Preach. I would never have... I'm hearing myself say this to you, and even I nearly can't believe it. I wouldn't have believed it before I left Arden. But I've, I've experienced so much. 
And I've learned the world we live in is so much bigger than we thought growing up. I'm just asking you for some time, Roland. Don't, don't see the dawn just yet. There is a long pause. You can see the cogs turning in his mind. The gears, if you will. We won't. (laughs) (laughs) He lets out a sigh. I've had my doubts, too. I spoke with Chiswick. I spoke with Jarrett. It seems harsh. And it's not the way that I would have liked. But he... He's my chief. He, he has to be right. If he's not right, then what's up with the world? He's my father. If I can see that he's wrong. I'll tell the servant I've been taken ill and we'll have to come again tomorrow. Thank you. In the meantime, I think you need to go. I'm not alone. I've got my other brother here and... We're of the same mind, but we are also duty-bound to see this through. I couldn't look your father in the face and tell him that we hadn't delivered his message. You'll probably want to go to a place. I I don't know if the city's large enough. You may want to find a place to go. We'll, We'll take care of all that. When, where can I see you so that we can talk about this? Where are you going to be? He gave it, he, remember, he said we're staying here. Oh, that's right. The Don has actually invited us to stay here. I really wasn't inclined to accept his offer, but I think we must now. It it will give us time. I heard whispers of of a ship. Yes, that's how I arrived. We're in the middle of a grassland. I told you I've seen wonders that I couldn't describe to you if I wanted I'll explain more when we have a chance to be alone and we can tell you everything. Ooh. Shut it. <laughs> can I meet you there after dark? Yes. Where, where is the ship? What? It's currently in the lake right outside the gates of the city. I see. He gives a quizzical look, looks at his brother, and they shrug. Yeah. We'll see you there. I'll, I'll be there. All right. It's good to see you, Roland. You too, Tara. I wish it were under happier circumstances. All right. I'm just going to look at Farron. What, what kind of face are you making right now? <laughs> I actually noticed Wamberbish outside in the hall. I'm done. And I, I turned. <laughs> I was potty like a big boy. <laughs> so I kind of have uh, redirected uh, my attention to, to Bash uh, as he's entering into the room. Hey, it's that guy. Shh. Yes. Yes. Bash, we're going to meet him later. Okay. Why are we whispering? It's a secret. Okay. Well, um, listen, I was just talking to the Dan guy, and uh, he, he said that um, he's heard about the pillar we're looking for. <laughs> what? Yeah, he says that those people are guarding it, so like he's never seen it. But what people? Those the, people the that are in the jungle. The hidden people or the whatever he was talking about. I think the we should hidden. go back and ask him some more information. Plus, I think they're going to serve dessert. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tira, are we finished here? For now, yeah, yeah. And I think this is a good ending point for this episode. Yay!
Okay. So we're going to have to pick this back up next time. Mm-mm-mm. Some fun stuff going on. Wow. Hopefully that was a, a good role-playing time for you. Ooh. Like the speech. Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. I always feel so self-conscious I was when like, I you have to be. make up big things on the fly. <laughs> Today, and I, and I want we celebrate Independence Day. And I always wanted to sound so epic. And then I'm like, this probably sounds so... Sounded really good to me. Did it? Okay. So, two things. I want right. you to take an inspiration. Yes! I had already used mine. I was going to suggest Norse battle points for that, though, too. And we're going to get to that, okay. too. Yeah, absolutely. So you'll get a, you'll double dip on this one. It was really well done. I want to give you three experience points each for role playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then let's get into the so Norse excited. battle. So obviously we're going to start with, we're going to lead with Tira's speech. <laughs> oh, at, I think that's worth, well, what do you think? Five points. Five. Agreed. Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> 50 points. <laughs> All right. Five points to Tira for the speech. Woo-hoo! Good job. Any other points to share? Um, I actually do like, I mean, it cracked me up when you went, we went back to the hall where Bash was and this guy's dropping a major bomb out. I know exactly about what the thing, and he's like, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom or, uh. <laughs> You mean like the pillars in this hall? Now. It's like, <laughs> major information's going straight over his head. All he cares about is, got any more of them lamb chops back there? I think they're going to serve dessert character. later. Yes. He's like a baby, you know, just very simple needs. Yes. Yeah, take uh, take another two there, Bash. And I'm I'm enjoying uh, Farron. <laughs> Catherine and I all through this episode have been kind of doing like this thing. <laughs> We're going <laughs> and each other like, mm, did you hear that? <laughs> oh, what was that? <laughs> so we've been kind of uh, Farron and and Tira are starting to like we're starting to get in sync here. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed her. Uh, yeah, why don't you take a couple up. for that? Fair. I tried to calm you down until I knew she I could, and I was like, I was going to let you go. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. <laughs> As the whole side of the building just explodes. Yeah, that, that girl, a loose cannon. <laughs> yeah, take two, Farron. Oh, cool. All right, let's get a recap. All right. Uh, Tira is 51 points into level 10. Way to go. Wombarbash is 52 points into level 10. What? 62 points. I was going to say, wait, huh? <laughs> yeah, you were 54 last <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, And Farron is 18 points into level 10. Hey, all right. Making good progress. And uh, yeah, things are turning oh, along smoothly. Man, oh, man. I really liked the tension of it. And yeah, Farron over there. Tira? Tira? I know, Tira? She's like, keep it together, keep it together. <laughs> Girl! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, like, my eyeballs are all big. Yeah, she was. Catherine was staring me down across the table. Veins like, popping out <laughs> on her forehead. She's doing the head shake like this stuff. <laughs> Ixnay on the, on the Udblay. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to mess up these nice floors. <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be a trap. When you go to meet him later on, I wonder if, yeah, if you'll be met by... But we'll be at the ship, at least. We I'm, bringing, to... I'm, I'm bringing you guys. We're all going. Right. We but all have yeah, we're all going to go back to the I need to get out of that place. Yeah. I am not comfortable in that compound. Right. I don't know. I got some pretty good food. Yeah, they're feeding you, fattening you up so you can't run fast. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and so they can roast us later. That's right. Well, thanks for a good game. I appreciated the... The details of this one. I like the, the details you put into the hall. Mm-hmm. That was really good. And, of course, the, the speech, the interaction with Roland. It was good to see another old friend mm-hmm. and uh, make some more of our story happen. 
Stackers, we'd love to hear from you. Twitter and Instagram, stackodice. Or email stack.o.dice at gmail.com if you have not yet left us a review. We'd love to see you do that on iTunes. And I'm continuing to enjoy the story. Hope you are too, players and listeners. And we'll see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. I noticed uh, a couple of huge fireplaces on either side of the hall. Hall and um, not hall, but hall, hall, hall. Anthony Michael Hall, hall. <laughs> um,